folks, if you happen to hear uh, uh, what this stupid Foreign Minister Qureshi said in Senate, you will see that his eye by shine is absolutely unbelievable and make no sense. I mean, he, first of all, he was not supposed to get involved into this stupid issue. But I believe the GSQ has forced him to go to New York, waste thousands of dollars, the national money, and then make a big stupid speech over there, make a conference where you make stupid statements, and then come back and try to claim the uh, victory. There was no point in going for him because the ceasefire did not happen because of him. Ceasefire happened because Israel got its aims and it has said before it started that it is going to stop fighting at his terms. And that is what he did. In 10 days, he totally decimated the rocket uh, rocket throwing centers in Gaza uh, killed a lot of terrorists and made sure that this does not happen in future at least for another 10 years this is what these uh, Palestinian terrorists have been doing after every 5, 10, 15 years they create uh, drama they create killing and then they collect a lot of money and Hamas has already started collecting millions in foreign aid. That was actually the purpose of all this fight. But from where this Pakistan came in, I mean, a slave country, which is treated by Arabs like a, like a dirt, and he is still trying to, like, as if he is the leader of Palestine issue. And as I said, this is the problem with Muslim world. The weak leaders and the corrupt leaders, they always hide behind stupid issues. Like we have Iranian mullahs hiding behind Palestine. We have Pakistan hiding behind Palestine. We have Turkey hiding behind Palestine and making a hoopla. And the rest of the Arab countries. This issue, as I said, is not an issue at all. The existence of Israel is etched in stone. Even God cannot do anything. This is it. This is done. And this is done because of you, stupid Palestinians. Because you invited them. You sold them your cheap land at high price. You let them immigrate. And you are calling them your cousins. And now you are crying when you were making millions, you did not share a penny with any Pakistani. And now you want a Pakistani Prime Minister to go and plead your case to get the ceasefire. Anyway, ceasefire has happened and it is on Israeli terms. And they will make sure that the Hamas will never get strong enough to challenge it. And if they do, there may be a final blow coming. Israel may end up 
throwing all the Hamas pol- uh, political leadership out of Gaza and install new one. That is exactly what is going to happen. But if you look into the uh, the the speech of this guy, and then when I looked around, uh, what he, they have this uh, uh, Arabic calligraphic wording all around the wall and outside, la ilaha illallah, and all that total bullshit, which has been forced on Pakistan. Pakistan is supposed to be the flag bearer of Gandhara civilization, Indus civilization, not the terrorist Arab civilization. Even Arab Allah has no place in Pakistan because Arab Allah does not work for Pakistanis. It is only for Arabs. And you can see, we have a fake house, so-called in his name, called Mecca, where Arabs are making billions. Then we have Medina, where uh, Muhammad is residing, which he said should not happen. He said this is haram, but Arabs will do it because they are making money. But in Pakistan, where we have a history of very nice people, where we have an ideology which is supposed to be democratic and civilized, how come that we have all these Arabic words written on the wall of the National Assembly and on the wall of the Senate and all that bullshit? None of the Pakistani National Assembly member or Promotional Assembly member understands Arabic or Quran. Or even these prayers which they pray or are forced to pray five times a day, at least during the uh, session. I heard, I saw during the session that there was a time of prayers and everything stopped. And then Arabic can be heard all over. What is wrong with these Pakistanis? I mean, they don't get no respect from this religion. This religion does not protect them. This religion does not give them any economic benefit. It's a total loss. It's a shame on them. They get treated like dogs. And they still think that this Allah is good for us. Allah, as I said previously, was a name of an idol which Muhammad's family, the Quraysh, used to support. In Mecca, there were few idols. The mullahs will say there were 300. That's absolute bullshit because their building is only 30 by 40 square yard and 120 square yard building, you cannot put 300 idols. No way. But they will make everything so glamorous or so gigantic they think, oh, really, yes, Muhammad did a really great job. He didn't do anything. It was his people around him who were using him. The people around him were the one who established Arab imperialism. And they dished him like a dirt. When he was dying, he didn't go to see him. When he died, nobody came to bury him. He was buried after three days by his cousin Ali who was around 27 years old at that time. Every powerful leader was busy 
consolidating power. And as I said, when Muhammad asked that he want to write his will, Umar, the so-called great, the biggest stupid of the four caliphs, he said he is gone mad. His mind is out of control. We don't need his uh, last wish. Quran is enough for us. See, around that kind of people, uh, Muhammad was totally molested, victimized, and they got all kind of ayahs which they needed from his mouth, supposedly from Allah. So, coming back to Allah, if you see that Allah really uh, cannot be legitimate because the first God idea started by Abraham, the name of Allah was Yahweh. And it lasted for 1800 years. Torah was written after 1000 years and that way the Judaism was a living monoethic religion. Then Jesus, who was a Jew, uh, he revolted against the king, was crucified, and then his disciple wrote a new book called Bible. That book was written after 200 years. So if there is any God which should be actually praised or respected or followed, will be Yahweh. Okay, you don't like Yahweh? Okay, pray God. Allah came after 500 years from these Arab terrorists. And then the claim which Allah makes in Quran, they are so stupid that if you teach that in your school syllabus, the kids will laugh. The number of mistakes which Quran has, if any syllabus book has that many mistakes, it will be thrown out of the course. But we have gang of mullahs created from uh, early Islam because Muhammad was a mullah, so his family remained as a mullah. And then they spread mullah after mullah after mullah. And then the Shias started, they had a big line of mullahs. Sufis started the new religion and they have hundreds and thousands of mullahs. And they all are God into themselves. They are not the follower of Muhammad. They are not the follower of Allah. They are the victimizer of Allah. They victimize Muhammad big time. Because everything Muhammad said, they do it 180 degree opposite. They think that they are closer to Allah than Muhammad. This bullshit has gone, gone on for almost 1500 years. This should stop. We don't need any stupid religion. And if we need a stupid religion, it should be only for personal use. It should not be part of the government. The Quranic ayahs are not needed on National Assembly and on Senate or any assembly because God has nothing to do with democracy. In Islam, there is no democracy. Idiots should understand that. There are no boundaries in Islam, in any religion. There are no ikama and president's permit needed in Islam. So what Pakistan is doing right now, acting as an independent country, is legally 
not an Islamic country. It's not the country which Allah proposed or prescribed. Now the corrupt of Pakistanis and the journals, they will say, oh, we got Pakistan because of the blessing of Allah. Bullshit. There was no Allah back then. Every mullah was against the creation of Pakistan. It was created by a secular, sincere, honest and hard-working person named Muhammad Ali Jinnah. There is no Allah. He did not, uh, was, he was not a mullah and never was acting as a mullah. He never went to Hajj. He never prayed five times. But he was the best Muslim I believe ever lived. Because he lived like what he wanted to and then whatever was his personal savings he donated to the schools and colleges of Pakistan. He wanted educated people. He didn't want Arab slaves or Arab asslickers as we have today. I mean either if it is chief marshal, chief uh, of army staff or prime minister or any uh, minister you name it they're all licking Arab behind 24-7 and they start from Namudahu Unusalli Allah Rasulahil Kareem Ammabad Bullshit this is not Pakistani way Pakistani way is Mere Aziz Ambatano that is how it should be Allah Muhammad and any Arab has no role in Pakistan they do have role in destroying it. They do have role in enslaving it and making Pakistanis brain dead. Because we had a brain dead general, his name was Ziaul Haq, who sold the country to Arabs for free. Did not get anything in return. And still he was not treated nicely. I mean, there were Arabs back then who were joking oh he's coming here for money oh take Makkah Medina with you we don't need it and all that bullshit I heard it from my own ears how they were disrespecting Ziaullah and he deserved it he deserved every kick he got from Saudis, Saudis. and every other leader who just go to Makkah Medina and think that this is the most important responsibility he has after becoming minister, prime minister or what not. What is wrong with Pakistanis? Mecca is totally fake. Go read its history, idiots. It is not a house of Allah. It was not built by Abraham. It is a fake house. There is no reason to go and waste your money and try to be prove yourself that you are a faithful Arab dog. Get your honor back. Get your respect back. Even if you have to starve. Because once you take out the slavery of Arabs, you will see the life will change dramatically. Once you get rid of Saudi monopoly, you will see that Pakistan will have 
new doors of progress and new openings hundreds of openings if you are with civilized world you have unlimited opportunities the world will start respecting you recognize israel because israel is the beacon of light in middle east israel is the only civilized country and israelis are very smart people if you are under arrogance under stupids under branders you will remain so if you are among smart and intelligent people you may learn something from them but in a country which is controlled by interpass idiots and jobless crooks the people who never went to school every mulla i mean in the most famous one just read about modudi i mean the guy he is revered so much throughout pakistan as if he was a, a prophet sent by allah he was the biggest badmash which came from india to destroy pakistan he never went to school he never did any business all he did was read, read that old arab bullshit and then translate it and write it in urdu and presented as if that era was really very glorious and 7th century was really an ideal century it was not it was a crisis it was a curse on humanity it was the biggest badmashi this world has ever seen until then they created a racist religion they created a religion which treats women like a dog they created a sharia system where the system is absolute monarchy absolute authoritarian rule there is no place for democracy in islam and you can see it in in iran what these mullahs are doing in the name of sharia and calling iran vilayat ali vilayat ali bullshit ali was not even worth owning a house in iran he was a useless inept jobless crook never worked a day in his life he was a mullah and wanted power he thought because he is a cousin of mohammed he can be the caliph there was no way because the other associates of mohammed were very strong and ali had no standing in the in the society nobody actually treated him like anybody he was like less than a layman he was beaten by omar when he refused to uh, accept abu bakr as caliph then he ended up becoming a mullah and then his family becoming a mullah and then we see all this imam after imam after imam all that nonsense which has destroyed shias from within the shias the smartest muslims in this world they are really in total disarray under this khomeini mullah giri he has single handedly destroyed the greatest country in middle east and nobody can say anything because they created such a system where you raise a finger 
you won't see your ten fingers next day. It is so horrific. Entire woman to the extreme limit. Even kids are buried alive and stoned to death. And then Pakistani thinks that uh, Ali was a smart person and Muhammad was very smart and Medina was very good uh, city. Medina was not. Medina has always been rejected by Arabs. They moved their capital from Medina as soon as Muhammad died. Because they knew that Medina is a land of arrogance. Medina is a land of illiterates. Medina is a land of jobless crooks. So they moved to Damascus. Then they moved to Baghdad. They never stayed in Medina. If our Prime Minister thinks that he wants to uh, make the state of Medina, there is no bigger stupid than him in this world. Whoever gave him this slogan, he actually just brought the bad name to him. Because he is totally engulfed by Sufi gangs, uh, no wonder they, he has to talk like them or they will throw him out. Because the Sufi gang in Pakistan is politically very strong. They actually control the whole Pakistan. That is why Pakistan has no future. There is no way that Pakistan can progress until we remove two gangs, military and these mullahs, particularly Sufis, from their controlling authority. And you could see in that speech of Shahmud Qureshi, who is a Sufi gang in charge, one of his mullah, you can see how he was talking, senseless, making stupid claims, without knowing that when he said that Pakistan used to be part of the problem and Pakistan is part of the solution, bullshit. Pakistan will remain part of the problem until it bring, comes back to civility. And after American forces move from Afghanistan, Pakistan will be in bigger deep shit. Because now Afghanistan has a national army. Now Afghanistan has a political system. Now Afghanistan has a judiciary. Pakistan thinks that he can support Taliban and they can take over Afghanistan again. It's not going to happen under the Western watch. There is no way. And if they see any such thing happening, they will come back and kick Taliban behind again. We need to teach Taliban to come back to civility. Get rid of this mentality that Islam is a solution. Islam is a problem. They may look like mullahs, but I'm sure there are many in Taliban's who have some common sense now. They have learned a lesson in the last 20 years and hopefully they will make some use of it. If they are remain arrogant like they were, and unnecessarily they invited a superpower, then they again will fail. The world is very clear on it. You cannot create a system where the corrupts control and they create suicide bombers. No way. Afghanistan is on the path to progress. We see good sports going on there. 
there are excellent cricketers coming out of that land who had never seen a cricket ball since last 50 years because of isi because isi converted the whole of one nation as a mujahideen and those mujahideen they only end up as a loser i'm sure of once will not make the same mistake again i see generally afghan hating pakistan it's not a good sign you better work with them and don't try to claim yourself as part of the solution because you are not the solution you have to stay away from that you have to come back to your senses god bless